this episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Discover all of our shows at slashandcast.network. I'm invisible! Can you see me? Yes. Wow. Maybe you should put some shorts on or something if you want to keep fighting evil today. They're coming to get you, Barbara. We all go a little mad sometimes. So how long has this been going on? We all go a little mad. Barbara. Get you, Barbara. Mad sometimes. Surprise! Laura is topless. This is the Invisible Man <laughs> episode. I, Laura, I don't know what what made you think that you could go with a see through uh, shirt just because we're doing Invisible Man, but yeah. um, um, yeah. I don't invisible, know. Invisible is not the same as as like sheer, Laura. We can see through your shirt, Laura. Yeah, but that's okay. We're we're on audio I now. You guys so. are gonna be stoked, but jeez, <laughs> tough, tough crowd. I'll I'll put these babies back. Put those, yeah, yeah. Cover, cover up puppies back. Yeah, put, puppies put them back. away. Put them away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this is the Conjecturing Podcast. Uh, I'm Greg, your host for tonight. Uh, with me are my trusty minions for the night. Rob. Damn. What's up, peeps? And Laura. Hi, guys. I'm a minion. <laughs> I don't know. Is that what a minion? That kind of minion. No, like a like a minion. Yeah. Like I, I'm controlling you guys. I'm uh, I'm Adrian I, I gotcha. in this episode today. Okay. Just Damn. So, all right. Yeah. yeah. We don't, we don't want to see minion oh, nipples, no. Laura. Come on. What's yeah. wrong with you? You guys do what I say, and I know what you think. That's that's how we're doing this. <laughs> We are reviewing The Invisible Man. Uh, it's a 2020 movie horror thriller starring Elizabeth Moss, Oliver Jackson Cohen. Where's this guy? You know, I thought this guy was um, that dude from Harry Potter. What? <laughs> you thought he was Longbottom? No. Longbottom. Neville. I thought this was Neville. Oh, so no. the whole Neville, time. Neville got hot, though. Well, Shit. I know. He does resemble hot Neville a bit in this movie. <laughs> You know? That's my favorite thing you've ever said. <laughs> he does when they when they reveal like because you don't really see him through fucking this whole movie. I mean, I know it's the point, but when at the very end when he's in like the fucking dinner scene and shit like that, um, I was like same as you. I'm like, is that fucking Neville? Is yeah. that Neville Logbottom? Neville you know? Powerbottom is what he is. Yeah. <laughs> no, this did you guys ever watch the Haunting of Hill House or yes. the pre- yeah. or the sequel? He was the brother. Yeah. He was the uncle or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh. the guy that was kind of aloof from the family. Uh, a very interesting cast. A lot of people I don't recognize too much. Aldous Hodge, uh, he's um, he plays a police officer and friend. His daughter Storm Reed and a couple of Euphoria. other characters. Yeah. Oh yeah, from Euphoria. Yeah. Um. So that's the movie for this week. Uh, first of all, how are you guys feeling after that uh, first episode for X? After our, you know, ten year hiatus, are you feeling good? <laughs> you feeling the drinks? I'm feeling good. I'm still a little wet. I'm still, a little, I'm, still, <laughs> I'm still still damping myself off a bit, you know? <laughs> Laura's, Laura's like shocked right now. <laughs> Laura wishes she, like her, she could just go invisible and like fade away right now. <laughs> oh my God. I was just not expecting that at all. <laughs> Uh, yeah, last last episode was a, a pretty wild one. Loved it. Um, this movie was the one I picked. Um, so you guys seem surprised that I picked this. What? Why did you seem so surprised? Man, for for me, like, um, I don't know. 
I didn't know what movie you were gonna pick, but you you told me I don't know if we're allowed to say, but you told me what you're, you're you were trying to possibly pick as your first episode, um, and it was uh, it was to have somebody on and do something super cool. Yeah. Um. So I think coming off of that to you just picking to me just kind of like a recent movie that just came out like mm-hmm. there's no nostalgia attached to this it's not one of greg's like random fucking movies he found from australia or sweden or it's not like a <laughs> shit movie that he wants us to watch it was just kind of like a current movie that has a lot of good praise to it so i'll, I was going, I'll oh, have you okay. know that there is there is there's a background and i'll give it to oh, you okay so Ooh, when i was when i was really really young i'd say about uh six or seven years old my dad gave me a set of you know, short story graphic novels of great American classics, of course, Count of Monte Cristo. Um, this was another one, um, uh, The Invisible Man. And I remember reading this. It, it was a sort of a narrative comic, right? So it was, it was drawn in panel format and it was a short story. So it was very digestible for, for a kid at my age. I remember just reading through it and it was clear to me from the graphic novel, which was originally written by a story from H.G. Wells, that the Invisible Man, the scientist, is a bad guy. The original story was set back in the late 1800s where this guy, uh, he's a scientist. He finds out a way to um, come up with a liquid remedy to render his body invisible. Whoa. And throughout the story, what you find is that his this blessing or it almost seems like a superpower right i was really into like superpowers x-men mutants to me this was like a superpower and i was sort of infatuated with the way that if when you're invisible you could just almost do anything people wouldn't notice you people wouldn't bother you um and i was sort of obsessed with that idea but as i read through the story part of the theme of of the 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 written graphic novel is that you know things aren't as great as they seem, right? So the moment he becomes invisible, uh, he can go in, I guess, he's not making a lot of money as a scientist. So he goes and like takes some money and he can take food and do all this stuff. And he can kind of scoot by. And I don't know how that plays into how, how I saw myself as a kid, but I liked the idea that you could get by without people noticing you or bothering you. But what ends up happening in the story is that you know, back in the day, this is before cars, right? We had cars, right? It's, it's set in England and they had horse and carriage type of travel. The fact that people didn't see him also meant that other people were taking up public space, not knowing that he was there. So he was getting trampled by horses. He was getting bumped into by people. Like it's not as cool as you think when people can't see you. Cause when people can't see you, they think they can just occupy that space, right? Yeah. So that was a very interesting, um, it was like a, there was a morality element to it that I thought was really interesting. And it, kind of made me you know i you know my dad was very much like that growing up he would give us books that had you know like aesop's fables or some of these old classics that had lessons buried in them so that we could absorb some ethical lesson through the the narrative of the story and it made us think about it rather than him just saying hey greg don't wish for the world he he gave us these stories to read He's like, Greg, I wish I wouldn't see you right now. <laughs> Be invisible right now. Be invisible. Go. <laughs> Make your toys on the floor invisible. Yeah. No, Damn. for sure. So that's where I, I, you know, I was coming, I was looking over um, movies that were released since the pandemic hit. And I think this was the one that kind of fell by the wayside because we were so obsessed with COVID that a lot of, you know, it was talked about for a while, but not talked about enough because I think everyone was in pandemic mode. So I saw this on the list of movies that were released since 2020, and it instantly made me think about the old books that I used to read and how infatuated I was with that story. And I love the idea of being invisible. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they've done with this movie is they've turned it into an horror element, which I think is absolutely brilliant. So I thought yeah. we had to watch it. Yeah, it's it's 
Really interesting too, because uh, I also remember this came out earlier 2020, and I I remember this was essentially that first movie, that first big release that went straight to VOD, mm. and it was like none of us knew how to like we just weren't used to that. So you're right, like this movie, yeah, it's kind of a big movie. I don't know for its yeah. time. I that's think. true. That's true. You said, have you Greg, seen it, Rob? No, no. This is the first time watch for me. No. Yeah, first time watch. You said, Greg, you you actually would want to be invisible, like because that's a lot of the people would be like, oh, what superpower would you want? It's always like flight or invisibility. That's like usually the t- you would actually want to be invisible, Greg. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, at the time, you know, when I was a lot younger, I did. Oh, I liked yeah. the idea of not being able to be seen because you know I think when you're little, the world the world looks so big, you want to get places and you want to be able to explore but you don't like the anxiety that comes with it you know Mm -hmm. in this movie you see him getting into rooms when people think that there's no one there and the door closes and he sort of gets you're almost allowed to explore and experience the world without being caught which was i don't know why it was so alluring to me as a kid i liked the idea um maybe that was part of my personality you know i was i tried to stay small and not notice but i still wanted to learn things and explore things so mm. yeah. um again w- would i want to be inv- have the power of invisibility now i honestly think it's probably not good it's like yeah. i said you know you're gonna be cr- walking across the street thinking that you know someone and someone's just gonna run into you thinking that you know there's no one to slow down for or you're just gonna screw up in some surprising way and you, you'll forget that you're invisible and you know like i said you'll get hit or something get trampled yeah, yeah that's quite true. yeah i probably would want to be invisible if my wife wants me to do chores i would turn invisible you know <laughs> <laughs> she's like i know you're here i can hear you breathing <laughs> <laughs> i just like run away run into a wall and get trampled yeah especially if you were like if you're breathing like the way right before we recorded the, with the <laughs> exhales she's like your invisibility does nothing <laughs> yeah, that's true. Also, I'm like eating a sandwich at the same time. <laughs> the sandwich is floating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably wouldn't work. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't mastered this invisibility. Yet. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, uh, I want to talk about our background. So, Rob, what's, what do you got going on today there? Yeah. My, my background is uh, the only invisible man uh, besides this now I've ever seen. It's Chevy mm-hmm. Chase's movie, The Memoirs of the Invisible Man. It was yeah. him and I think, I don't, what is the chick's name? She's a chick from Splash, I think, right? Uh, whatever her name is. Daryl Hannah? Daryl Hannah, there we go. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. So he turns invisible in that movie. It's more of a comedy. I guess yeah. it's a comedy, uh, sci-fi. But my background I did pick is the one creepy fucking scene where Daryl Hannah, Daryl Hannah like puts makeup on his invisible face so she can see his face. And it's horrifying, guys. It's super <laughs> fucking creepy. It, it's very reminiscent to the movie Host. That's when, what I thought yeah. that was actually. I was wrong. I thought yeah. this was from Host. When they do that face uh, filter thing and it looks yeah. at him, it looks very similar to that. You know, but uh, yeah, that's my background. Memoirs of the Invisible Man, Chevy Chase. Come in uh, next pick for me in a couple months. Yeah, nice. Thanks. All right, Laura, what's, nice. what's yours there? Mine is the suit from this movie. I mean, I'm sure I'll talk about this more, but uh, I dug the suit and I can't wait to talk about it more. So yeah, it, it had to be my background. Nice. Cool cool yeah, suit. mine is not from the movie, but this is... I, what mine shows is like the the bandages across the face and this is the original characterization of the invisible man he was just a guy a scientist who figured out how to make himself invisible but in order to get places and make transactions like he would go around wearing bandages over his face and pretend that he was a burn victim and he would put on yeah. a fake nose and you know kind of put things in his eyes and a hat and a trench coat so you couldn't tell it was him um yeah so that's sort of how we got around and that's that's what my background is looks um, good man looks good i like it i, I thought yeah. for a second did you draw that and do it as art because it's like an art looking piece you know 
but looks good, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely the style. I lo- I love the style. I would want to draw with something like this. Like it. It just looks yeah. like toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> what? Great. Go put some toilet paper on your face and then oh, come back. Yeah. <laughs> Let me take a picture of you. <laughs> I feel like if this were season two, I would have come with just straight toilet paper on my face. Yeah, you yeah, you know that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. We've yeah. evolved. We've evolved since then. Come on. You know, we're not animals anymore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> unless, unless, unless I ask Greg to do it, he will do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely with the, the last episode we were, but, um, oh, man. let's, uh, so let's talk about the drinks. I guess, uh, we have an audio bite coming up here. No, we don't do audio bites. We do it live now. We do it live. Oh, Greg, we do remember? it live. Oh, we li- do it live bites. We're going to bite live. Oh, we're we're going to bite it live. <laughs> All right. Are you guys ready? You ready for the, for the audio yeah. drop live? It's, ready? Okay. It's, yeah. it's on zero. So one zero. <laughs> You're making it more confusing. I hate you. <laughs> all, right, all right, one, two, three, go. What's, What's in the, the cups? cups? <laughs> That's better. Why that was, was I way ahead no, no, no. of you guys? That was way better than our first was, episode. It was, was way better. It was way better. The lead-in was worse than the lead-in, <laughs> but uh, but we we're starting to nail it. Everybody, yeah, it's good. It's good. I like it. You know, we're, we we we're, hope <laughs> we hope you guys listen at home. You guys yell with us. Wake up your children. Wake up your family. <laughs> <laughs> yell what's in the cups as you listen and drive to work if, I don't know if you're in your car on the freeway yeah. you know no one's in the car with you just yell with us the best time the cups. To yeah. hold yeah. up your coffee just yell as you're in bumper to bumper traffic you know it's the best time to do it I think so mm-hmm. um, oh so, my god yeah so what are we drinking Laura yeah well obviously we are drinking the invisible Manhattan hello oh which is essentially just a Manhattan but it's invisible so you know mm. put it in a clear glass you're good I like yeah. it I like it so Manhattan, just get some bourbon or whiskey, whatever you prefer, sweet vermouth and some bitters, and there you go. You're on your way. Good shit. Yeah, good it's, shit. Re- it's really good. It's kind of strong, but um, super tasty. It's fucking delicious. Cheers. I like it. Oh, oh. Wow. <laughs> wow. Did you cheers wow. uh, a I church know. bell? Or? I don't know what it <laughs> did yeah. sound like a church bell. What was up with that? I don't know. Shit. I thought we were in like, like uh, I don't know, some like temple or something like that. Oh, shit. <laughs> On TikTok, there that's like a a, a, a sound bite that everyone uses. It goes dongs. What's happening in this episode? Oh my god! Greg is speaking in tongues. Yikes! <laughs> okay, oh. only, only TikTok people know. Okay, yeah, yeah. All TikTokers out there, yeah, yeah. Okay, before we jump into the discussion, let's uh, take a listen to the trailer, Invisible Man. Adrian. He was a sociopath. He said that I could never leave him. He controlled how I looked and what I wore. Then I was controlling when I left the house and eventually what I thought. I'm sorry, I can't take you with me. I'm not gonna leave you with that thing on. Him. Adrian's dead. Listen, you're getting your freedom back, okay? He said that wherever I went, he would find me. Walk right up to me, and I wouldn't be able to see him. Adrian is dead. He's not dead. He has figured out a way to be invisible.
Okay. He's sitting in that chair. So this is uh, Invisible Man 2020. Um, I just want to say that any movie that starts off with with water in any way, shape, or form, whether it's rain or a river or an ocean, you've got me. So I love the way that it actually started off with, you see this rock, it's almost like a beach rock, and then like the ocean water is breaking onto it with which eat with each set of credits and then the word invisible man comes up when the water splashes onto mm, it yeah. i just think it it sets the vibe in two ways one it just give you this it gives you this flavor of the invisibility right words that are uh only visible when you splash something onto it so it has a physical nature you just can't see it visually unless something touches it so that was really cool but the second thing was just the cool aesthetic of this dude's house in the beginning of the movie, like I, I can't believe that this is an actual house that this that a this person guy owns. Was, he, this guy was fucking Iron Man. He, he was Iron Man. Yeah, he had an Iron Man. He totally was. Yeah, that's eyeball. what he had. Yeah, it was like you know a million square foot compound or something. There was that one shot where, so it zooms into this guy's house. It's all made of concrete and glass, and it's very architectural. And in between these like two or three columns, it's just not even a bedroom. It's just a bed, yeah. and then like these floor to ceiling glass windows overlooking the ocean. It was like the most beautiful shot ever. I loved it. But you know, the the one thing that this movie really grabbed me with was the fact that that we had a female or at least what I thought was a female antagonist right off the bat. Antagonist? Antagonist. antagonist. So really? let me know if you guys interpret it this way. So when when the movie starts, you see uh Elizabeth Moth's character, they call her C or Cecilia. Mm-hmm. she's you know in bed with some guy they're asleep it's about three in the morning she opens her eyes clearly she wasn't sleeping she was just waiting to get up right and you find out that she had put her guy you know who's in the bed with her her lover uh under a heavy sedative so she had put some sedative in his drink so he's out so she goes walking around the house and she starts putting some things into a bag and and she walks out right mm. i thought that she was robbing him <laughs> Greg, did you guys not think that Greg, no no i didn't think what that at the all. fuck is wrong with you i am so, i'm sorry but holy shit what is wrong with you you just took this movie and you twisted it some fucking way and i am like what okay. what did you guys think was happening in the beginning of this movie um, excuse me she okay first of all elizabeth moss is a fantastic actress oh, she's and incredible yeah i i will say i loved that you get dropped into this scene without a backstory because for me and maybe it's because i'm a woman but i think it's just because i'm a human being with eyes and i could see the screen <laughs> not correct she, yeah, she is clearly fighting for her life she wakes up 
everything's calculated. She is so fearful. She is looking at him, looking for him. You're just like, is he going to wake up? You can see that she's planned this. Mm. It's an escape. So you, you don't even need the backstory. You know from the get-go, this must be such an abusive, toxic relationship. You knew that from the beginning? Even Hell though she's, yeah. she's in this completely opulent, clean unrestricting mansion she looks like she's in the best place in the world you thought that she was trying to escape yes <laughs> i thought she was nervous because she was nervous about getting caught i thought she oh was trying to God. rob him greg, greg so uh, me, you are so did you watch this whole movie like teen get adrian it's a getter yeah. <laughs> get okay. all right so Greg oh, starts putting on a suit and shit and start chasing girls. <laughs> when, when she got to the quote unquote safe house, the friend's house where she thinks that Adrian has no idea where she is, by that time, I started putting together the pieces like, oh, oh she was escaping. Because, <laughs> like, you know, when she finally got away, and I guess he got up out of the sedative, she set off the alarm, he ran out, he tried to catch her, but she got away, yeah. and he yelled at her, You can't do this. I, I, I kid you not. I thought she was stealing his technology. Like she was trying to drug him to steal <laughs> oh, his technology and God. run off with it. And I thought wow. that was actually kind of like a more interesting idea than her being an actual victim. I get, okay. I just wanted to ask Greg real quickly, like, have you never seen a preview at all for this movie? No, I haven't. I haven't watched, oh, I haven't yeah. seen this. I can say then, like, yeah, if you, because that's the thing is me, is like, I've seen a preview and you clearly know from the preview, it's like, oh, like this guy is trying to get her. Like, clearly she's not, oh. you know what I mean? But if you've okay. never seen a preview, she's not the antagonist. Yeah, if, I guess if you've never seen a, anything at all, then I guess you could take it that way, you know? But yeah. Yeah, and I was gonna I mean, say. She did she look you... like she was in trouble? Did she look like she was in trouble? Yes. How? Yes. What? What was the evidence for that? The way she acted and was constantly look, looking to make sure that he wasn't going to catch her, and there was like a sense of urgency, and you felt it. And then when she got to the street, just like kind of like that relief, but also that she got away like, with it. I, shit, I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> like he's coming. He's coming. Right. And then yeah, I just. Uh, but see, in, in my mind, when I when I'm thinking of someone escaping a situation, I'm like looking for the saw. I'm looking for Jigsaw's basement. You're 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 held. Greg in loved a that bed. Up- he loved that house. He's like, why would you want to leave? <laughs> yeah, He's like you got to go there. Who cares yeah, if he rapes you and abuses? <laughs> Wait, we didn't know that at that point. We didn't know that at that point. But I did think like I would just stay. I know. Dang. Wow. Yeah, I'm wondering yeah. if. You know, I'm happy that you gave us this background about reading this book and mm-hmm. kind of hearing different stories about the Invisible Man. Because I'm glad, I feel you, did. Like, I'm glad you did no background to this movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel like that kind of made him biased, right? So, like, mm-hmm. you started this movie and you're like, why is she running away from the Invisible Man? Like, like what a dumbass. Why is she robbing like he, him? He, and, he's the main character. Why would you run yeah, away from like the Yeah, like, you're guy? kind of biased towards him. But I'm yeah. very curious how you had to really shift your mindset completely when you find out that she's actually running from someone who's super toxic and controlling and abusive. So how was that for you when you well, had to like... It, it was a purely logical process and it had to do with one thing and one thing only, the bag that she took with her. I thought she was stuffing it full of his stuff and his tech. And she was, she was, and she, you know, jumped over the gate. She went <laughs> oh down the, God. but what, I, then I realized she, she had thrown a passport in there. I think that was her belongings, her ID, her clothes. Yeah. We didn't get a really good look at that. So I honestly thought, you know, she, and she had gone through his basement, right? 
where he had a laboratory. Mm-hmm. You know, you see his credentials on the wall. You see a lot of the the tech that he's working on. And I thought I actually would, that would have been a really interesting uh, um, intro. <laughs> But see, here's the thing is, yeah, like I said, going back to the books, the, the technology and the understanding of making a person invisible lies only with the main character. And he is really just doing this for his own personal gain. He's not trying, he's not tied up in a relationship and he's not trying to, um, manipulate other people. He's just trying to get his own. So this was a sort of different take on it. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely interpret it way differently. Yeah. Way different. Greg, wow. Greg, Greg's like, girl bad guy good you know and then it just keeps going like a caveman oh <laughs> i mean when, when we when we talk about the ending of this movie then we might be able to kind of come back to greg a bit maybe i have a question i don't know okay uh, but well, uh, and now i almost feel like every time he lied and said oh i didn't do that and i'm innocent did you believe him then uh no because by that time it was revealed yeah so what happens you find out that um that cecilia is is running from him and he's very controlling and you get her side of the story and you understand why she left and then from that side from that point on you know that she's the the protagonist so i was definitely on her side and i you could tell that this was you know the 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 term gaslighting has been um raised and redefined and and used and misused and popularized in the last couple of years right people Mm -hmm. understand it's, it's a psychological phenomenon uh if anything so i feel like this movie really dives into that and how the um the psychological like behavior and power of the main character um, kind of sets the tone for the movie. He's like gaslighting her and everybody else. And he does this to his advantage to make himself wealthier and more powerful. So yeah. I, I feel like what, you know, once I got a whiff of that, I was like, Oh, okay. Okay. I was, I was totally wrong. Let's, let's, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's get back into the actual story. here. Damn. <laughs> That's so funny. Though. That is it's like so the funny. most shocking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But what did you guys think of? So I, I actually thought that when the, when the original, so, um, uh, Longbottom's character, <laughs> he basically, he, he, we find out that he, uh, dies or we think that he dies, like he killed himself. So yeah. he bombed out for pretty much the whole movie until almost the very, very end. So I actually did not expect him back into it. So I didn't think that he was going to wind up being the actual bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys think? Did you think he was out or he was the culprit or what? I, honestly, I think I just, I think Elizabeth Moss is such a good actress that I believed her. So even though I couldn't see him, the fact that she was experiencing something and I mean, sure, the thought crossed my mind, like, could it be a, him as a ghost or what, what is it? Is it some kind of weird thing? Is she mental? I mean, that definitely mm-hmm. crossed my mind too. I, I believed her. And so... I, I had a hunch. I'm like, okay, this is weird. And then pretty early on, she gives that speech about how he told her, you're not going to be able to see me, but I'm going to show up like, and I'm going to be right standing right in front of you. And you're not gonna be able to see me. And from then on, yeah. I was like, I don't know how he did it, but he did it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most of this movie, you're just trying to figure out like how, 
or what's How? going on. Yeah. I mean, it is it is a duality of like, yeah, is she crazy? Like, is the twist ending going to be like, this was all in her mind? You know, or is it going to be the reveal of like, oh, no, he actually is like an invisible guy? Because it's either one or the other, you yeah. know, but you don't know that. And it does a really good job of making you like, not decide, but making you like really question like, wait, like what's really happening here? Like, is this really happening or is she just seeing things or what? But yeah, they give good plausible deniability to both sides because they they talk about her um her prescription and um like nobody else can see uh you know obviously that's that's sort of the fear right is like um imagine that's you and things are someone is terrorizing you and they're invisible that's almost like the physical manifestation of being gaslit right yeah, yeah. like youth you know you just have no proof and you're being made to think that you're the crazy one to everybody else. Yeah. And I thought that that was so cool in, in a, you know, uh, antagonist point of view, he slowly cut off her lifelines um, from her, which yeah. is the, the one thing where I go, okay, well, he's invisible. He knows where she lives. He can just kill her. And that's, that's the end of the movie, right? Um, he wants her. He's obsessed with her. He wants her Almost and like he want, wants her yeah. only for himself. So the way that yeah. he uh, did these various things to cut people off, like he sent the email to the sister saying, you're smothering me. I don't want to talk to you. Then he slapped the little girl. <laughs> and of course, that the little crazy. girl's dad uh, is is very protective. So he was like, "I we want nothing to do with you. You need to get better. So he was like cutting off the lifelines from her. Yeah. And that's kind of scary. Like if you're in her position and your only line of support is your family and your friends and you don't have that, that automatically is is terrifying to me. So they did a great job with that, I thought. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I have to definitely just talk about the practicality of how they did a lot of these tricks and effects mm -hmm. and um, you know, being like, because it make you question, like, what's like, is somebody standing there? Is somebody yeah. invisible? That's I mean, I, I kept writing my notes. Like, I don't know if you guys noticed this. This is very paranormal activity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, they yeah. used they, they used all the same tricks as paranormal activity. You know, using like negative space in a frame where like it pans over and stays there for three seconds, and right. there's nothing there. But you look at it and you're like. It makes you analyze the scene. It makes you analyze the background to be like, is something there? You know, they do that in a paranormal activity. They do the whole sheet gag at one point, like paranormal activity, um, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Uh, and there's, I kept calling those out. They're doing all the same tropes of paranormal activity. I can't remember mm. if that was a Blumhouse picture or not. I don't think it was, but um, the same typical ghost tropes, you know? But using in this context, it's like super smart and creative to use it in a in a, in a way of like an invisible person there, not really a ghost, but the same things are happening there. I thought it was fucking brilliant and like super fucking smart how they did it, um, and for like a super small budget. I think this movie only had like a seven million dollar budget. Wow, really? Yeah, it was like wow. super super low, and, and some of the effects you're talking later in the film when like the suit is revealed more. It's yeah. like, it should look clean. I was like, wow, like this looked really fucking good for this smallest budget. You know, I think yeah. it made like $150 million. Like it made a ton of money and shit too, which is yeah. crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, just the practical effects for me, all the shit that was like making you question if somebody's standing there was cool, uh, creeped me out too. I was going to ask you guys, like after watching this movie, did you guys like feel weird like the next night or day, like looking at like a corner of your room or like looking at like an empty chair? Like, is somebody fucking sitting there? Like, it makes you like something I've never thought about, you know, but it, it makes you look at things differently. Like, what I think the there's fuck? like an invisible person just living in your house with you. Just like, ah, I'm going to watch these people. This is I don't, all right. So, so in the middle of watching, the video, I'm watching it on my phone, of course, YouTube. Oh, no. 
<laughs> so I'm on the couch, like we're at the scene where it's just, it's right after the kitchen scene. And mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I pause it. I'm kind of hungry, right? So I go to the fridge, <laughs> I grab a few sticks of celery, I go to the pantry, get some peanut butter, and I put the celery in a solo cup and I put it next to the peanut butter. I grab a Coke, set it there. I'm like, oh, I gotta use the restroom. So I go take a quick pee, I come back, and the celery the it, it is out of the cup. It's on the counter. And I'm like freaking out. Like, <laughs> oh my oh, god. shit, like the invisible man is here. I, I take the silver, I put it in the cup, but then I realized the cup wasn't tipped over. And then I just thought, you know, the, it's just the movie that's giving me like the heebie-jeebies. Like I never put the celery in the cup to begin with. Oh, it's, it's just, just like I had that. put it on the on the the counter, and this movie is making me feel paranoid. Are because, you sure? I know. You, it's, you it convinced sounds like, me. Yeah, yeah. You feel like you convinced pretty... yourself that didn't happen, but you, you sound like <laughs> you sound like sure? Elizabeth Moss in this movie. <laughs> Like questioning herself and shit. Oh. I'm pretty sure because you're right, Rob. Like there are several instances where the move, the the camera just cuts to a blank space in the room and it just stops. Yeah. And so what you're doing is doing this. Oh, was that there before? Was that move? Was that moved? Is it moving now? Mm -hmm. So I that your mind is in that mode. That mm -hmm. mode. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm I mean, pretty um, sure. I, didn't I think you this. have an invisible man in your house. I think that's okay. the solution. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, I definitely wasn't scared after, but fuck was I scared during you guys. I don't during, know what it was about this movie. I think just, you know, paranormal activity scared me too. Kind of similar, but yeah, just like too much quietness, too much being in one scene in one spot for too long where it's getting uncomfortable and you're like, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. I mean, I watched it. This was my second watch, by the way. So I've oh, wow. seen this movie before mm. and I was watching many scenes through the cracks of my fingers. Just like, <laughs> cause I just, I was, I knew this was one of those movies that was going to make me jump a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just, yeah, going back to it, the way she can stare at an empty room and show that kind of feeling where I'm feeling it too. And it's making my heart rate go faster and it's making me sweat is just i just think it's incredible and this is before we get into all of the like scenes where she's literally fighting with a guy mm. probably in a green screen suit and there's wires lifting her limbs up i mean i don't know how i yeah I, to me this is like paranormal activity sure but on steroids yeah. this movie is i i love it yeah yeah i mean definitely like yeah the way she can like you know depict her face of like like fear but questioning at the same time and like mm -hmm. what's happening like yeah all in like her face and her eyes was like fucking you feel it and that probably helps yeah. too that's why this movie i think is is so much better because i mean elizabeth moss fucking killed it in this movie yeah um yeah definitely yeah she has a very interesting she's very convincing in how she like she has a very intense look yeah whether she's like afraid or disgusted or just in you know in any way that she's in fear her eyes just i don't know i'm very convinced by her acting i thought it was really great totally i mean she's no stranger to trauma acting right i mean all she does is shit where it's just like really intense like yeah. handmaid's tale so yeah. oh, i was gonna ask did you guys so did you guys watch the movie with subtitles no no i feel like i just no i just watch movies with subtitles now having like a little kid it's just all you do because he's either screaming or playing and it's like <laughs> you know you have to like read the words but i kept noticing watching this movie in the beginning 
those scenes where she's just looking at nothing, the subtitles would say like clicking silently or clicking quietly, oh, like a man. clicking noise. Yeah, and, you could hear the footsteps in the background, right? Yeah. No, but this was like the the clicking. There was like a clicking noise. Oh. Um, I didn't know until later on. It's it's the suit, the cameras, or whatever the <gasps> lenses is them dialing. Oh, wow. Whoa. And I didn't I didn't that's know that. Crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. I kept so I kept, cool. I kept writing in my notes like, what the fuck is this like quietly clicking or something like? They would say that in the subtitles, and I was like, Damn. what the fuck? And I, I kept thinking like. Is this guy like? Does he have like a thing with his mouth? Is like, is he clicking his tongue? You know, is it like fucking? Oh God, it's like hereditary. Like hereditary. You know, it was just weird. And then later on, when they showed the suit and it does it, I'm like, oh shit! It was the suit the whole time making that noise because that's what she would hear. She would slightly hear something and then turn around. Yeah, um, but I thought that was fucking kind of cool. They did a really cool job with like, okay, so clearly this tech is not uh, does not currently exist. They have. Are you sure, tech? You better they, ask well, your celery. Talk to your celery about it. <laughs> I, I have seen um, in like Popular Mechanics magazine or whatever. They do have a. a <laughs> said I just like out, did I just date myself with that? I don't know why. Why is that funny, Laura? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know. I actually think it's really cute. Like you're just sitting around reading Popular Mechanics magazines. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those. It's one of the. It's like that or National it's Geographic funny. or like. Uh, GQ at like the the dentist office, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do have like this material where if you look at it like head on, you can hold it up, and it literally is like the invisibility cloak. It'll it re- reflect, reflects, refracts light. Yeah, yeah, so it looks like. It, I mean, it's yeah, still I kind of that opaque, that well. but <laughs> I didn't say that that well. <laughs> like a fra- fra- fraggle rock, fraggle rock. <laughs> fraggle rock. <laughs> <laughs> Try turn it into a muppet and shit. <laughs> Had too many of our fucking fucking Manhattans and shit. <laughs> Invisible Manhattan. Oh my god! I almost threw up. I was laughing so hard at the drink. Oh my god! Radical. Uh, Greg could pronounce it better than I can. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, my my point is like while it doesn't, they did a good job of straddling the line of like, okay, this is how we think it might conceptually work, but we're not going to give you all the details and really pay attention to like the logistics like and as a viewer i think that was cool i, I feel like i got enough to go oh okay i mean it's a suit it's, got cameras, oh, yeah. it's gonna shoot some lights in the air and it's gonna make you invisible like i bought that yeah uh yeah right Wait. like why did we all buy that even though they don't tell you no, everything about care. it I'll, I'll tell you why we bought it well first of all i'll start off by saying i get it's easy right like he's an optics so we all just like okay fine He's a genius. Like, mm-hmm. you get it. Yeah. Tony but Stark, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, at least for me, I've seen bits and pieces of many different Invisible Man movies. You know, like, I've seen the funny uh, Chevy Chase one. Oh, okay. I've seen the OG Invisible Man. And I think that I came into this pretty skeptical. Like, I'm sorry. It's 2020. There is no just see-through man. Like a there's serum. N- yeah. There's no... Yeah. You can't do that. And... Yeah, if he ended up being like dead and haunting her, I would have been bored. I would have been like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> that, that's just, that's super lame. So I was really hoping that it wasn't just going to be some transparent man. And it wasn't. It was a suit. And then the way they explain it was just saying that 
<laughs> I don't. I don't know why. I heard. Yeah, I don't know why that. That I don't know why I like that. That if they if this movie was called The Transparent Man, like I feel like it wouldn't sold as many than like The Invisible Man. It just sounds dumb. The Transparent Man. It sounds exactly. like lame. Well, no, I didn't even hear that. You, you said oh. it slowly where you broke up the hyphenation. I thought you were talking about a transparent who was a man oh, who, who was a woman okay. before. All right. Thought, All right, we're not going down that route, Greg. We on, are on. never no, drinking no, no. Manhattan's again. All right. <laughs> No, this suit, it's cameras that project the image back to you. Right. So then you're sitting there thinking like, at least for me, holy shit, he's not anywhere near invisible. But he has figured out a suit where my eye sees nothing. Yeah, like an optical He's not invisible at all. Yes. And to me, that was just mind-blowing. And and so that's that's why the suit is the background for my Zoom right now, because I was stoked with this explanation. I yeah. was like, perfect. Yeah. He's not dead. He's not transparent. I'm and the happy. way that certain, the, the way that things, you know, so you could tell that in his lab, he had several different versions. You can tell that either they were prototypes or he hasn't perfected the technology. So mm-hmm. that's where, um, Cecilia exploits this. She, mm-hmm. and I feel like she knows this, right? Where, you know, she went outside when it was raining to see if she could catch. The, him uh, getting splattered from the rain, or she, when she stabbed him, the effect of the suit malfunctioning in only certain parts, mm, yeah, certain parts of his outline was was pretty cool. Yeah, um, all the all the like effects of like uh, the special effects of like the suit or him being invisible, whether it's like seeing his breath standing next to her, fucking mm, cool. I like that. Like yeah. the yeah. the handprint on like the shower, fucking cool. I mean, mm. th- I think the best one I think is the biggest reveal because even at that point you're still kind of questioning it. Is when she jump she dumps the paint on top of his head that was great oh that yeah. one was insane because what happens up, right yeah in that <laughs> shot so there's there's two there's two camera angles on that shot the one is from the basement looking down toward the ladder the second one is in the hallway looking down toward the ladder in either sh- in either shot you don't have any sense that someone's on the ladder so right. in the final shot when she randomly just grabs this paint bucket and tosses it into that empty space and the head pops up i i jumped at me see that i was like oh yeah. Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah, for some reason, yeah. it was so jarring because you're up to this point, you've seen nothing to see like the shape of a head, like the top. It was just so, it's so weird because it's a very simple thing. It's not like you're looking at a ghoul or a goblin or fucking something like that. Just mm-hmm. a fucking little oval. But the fact that it's like not supposed to be there, it was fucking creepy as hell. It was weird. Yeah. 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 That, that whole part of the movie where she's being, uh, terrorized by his invisible presence. I, you know, the, the thing that I liked the most about it was that they didn't take the easy way out. The, the easy way out would have been like, she has no idea what's going on. Oh my God. I'm being terrorized as a ghost. Where are you? She took the offensive approach. And she would, oh, she, knew. She, she would yeah. try to locate him. You know, she knew she, she was, that he was in optics from the, I would say 20 minutes in the premise of the movie is I know that I'm being haunted by my ex-boyfriend who's invisible. It didn't take like 90% of the movie to find that this out. So I love that we were in like almost like home alone, you know, uh, <laughs> mode where she's trying to like, put coffee grinds on the floor to see, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. catch him walking. And like, we, we spend the majority of the movie, her fighting back, which is awesome. Yeah. Really, really awesome. Well, and it's, it's also, it was also kind of jarring too, because I think when we watch these movies that have ghosts and par- paranormal presences, we don't, we're just kind of like, okay, yeah, of course they're just there. Right. Mm-hmm. But knowing it's a real man in a suit 
and now you're like he's just been watching me Oof. it's very invasive and just yeah. like oh my god it made me feel so uncomfortable and going back to her acting showing the character she was playing she doesn't even show that aspect of it she is so like yep it's him yep i know he's been watching me like she's used to that and oh. all of it just made me and maybe again maybe it's because i'm a woman but just like it made me sick like oh He's just been watching her sleep and watching her have these private moments with her good friend and his daughter. And I uh, just, uh, I know yeah, they, don't, they, so don't even, they don't even talk about the obvious, like when she goes to the bathroom, like the guy was just creepily, sure. like, oh. watching you can just her, watch her do everything. Yeah. Dro- dropping a deuce. Like, that's gross. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just, it's, oh, man. L- let me ask you guys this. Okay. If you, I, I want to turn the tables r- real fast. If you had a suit that could make you invisible, but I watch people drop deuces. Yeah, I would watch people drop deuces. Yeah. <laughs> you had me a deuce. Eating a sandwich, sitting there watching. Yeah. Like, okay, are are you taking are you are you taking the benevolent route? Or are you doing something illegal, or what are you doing with the, with the suit? <laughs> That's a good question. I really want to. I can't wait to hear your answer, actually, <laughs> Greg. Greg, I just, I just thought of the question. I have no idea. Um, I feel like the obvious one, like to any like younger male, would be like, "Oh, I'm gonna go like look at girls like get dressed or something like that." You know? <laughs> but I feel like, yeah, I feel like that. I can't do that. I'm like an older man now. You know? I, I think what I here's my answer. I would try to go into places that I that that I wouldn't be allowed into. Like I would go into Disneyland, for example, <laughs> like a and- woman's changing room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already in there. I'm like, get out of here, right. Greg. This is mine. <laughs> l- l- let me start to specify. Like, I, you know, um, gosh, I don't know. Like, go, you know, uh, go, go, go to the White House and see what the White House looks like. You know, um, you know, the secret uh, security wouldn't let you in. Um, like yeah, I said, that's a good idea. Something you need a ticket for. You can just, you know, like things that that you would want to experience that yeah. you are not allowed as a public citizen. You know, Could I don't just know. stand on an airplane for free to like Paris. You can stand, <laughs> yeah. and, you stand, stand climb, the, climb the space needle, do do something crazy. That would be cool. I don't like climbing. I'd take an elevator. <laughs> well, you know, whatever. Laura's <laughs> just going about her day, I guess. <laughs> She's you know on a plane. Funny, the just... first thing that came to my mind when you asked this question, I, I think I might be six years old like my daughter, because the first thing I thought of was like, I would just want to put it on and like walk down the street. And just experience what that's like being like I'm invisible. You can't see mm. me. You know, that's the only thing I can think of. That would be I'd probably just walk around the block and then be like, "That was fun. I'll save it for when I need it." I think I, I think I'll just walk around and, like pants people, pulls people pants down. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, "What the fuck? How'd that happen?" Like a jackass episode and shit. You know, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's good. None of us thought of evil. That's good. That's yeah. good. Us. That's good. You know, I'm not going to say anything on the recording. <laughs> I appreciate you, are, you, you already did. Do. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, let's talk about. Um, you called this out before, Laura. That the kitchen scene. What? So that's the first time when he's really. I mean, he he does a number on her. You know, she yeah. picks her up and turns. I I thought the coolest there was a the precursor to that, which is where he picked up the knife. We first see the knife lift off the counter for this first time, mm-hmm. and he turns up the heat and he sets the breakfast on fire. I yeah. thought that was an, uh, it was clearly like, okay, well, as a viewer, you're watching this happen. She's not crazy. She's being terrorized by the invisible men. That was kind of a, a, a cool, like, precursor to him at actually attacking her. And when, like, the actual scenes go down, that was pretty scary. They have this background music. It's sort of the, uh, it's like the, the Hans Zimmer, the Brahms sounds like, brrr, 
or anytime yeah. he picks her up or chokes her or throws her out, that was pretty terrifying. Yeah, I just thought those scenes were really well done. Um, I mean, again, I know it's it's just like a guy in a green suit, uh, but super practical or she's like on wires or things like that. Like, I don't think there was a whole lot of CGI in this movie. Right? I mean, I guess I mean, they had to do it sometimes. I mean, like, yeah, like like him, I guess. When know? he had, like, like the, the paint suit. on him. Yeah. Most yeah. Of the, anytime they show the suit, it's mostly CG. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as much as I love this scene, it's probably one of the only, quote unquote, plot holes I think you get in this movie is just, like, how, like, um, how is he so strong? He can just, yeah, like, he suddenly has lift the power an of average Hulk. woman and yeah. throw her around and just do all this shit. But, uh, yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't just, Lou Ferrigno in the really opening cool. scene. He was just like yeah. a tall, tall guy. Totally. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, ne- I never really questioned it. I was just like, all right, you know, You're like he's like, just yeah. so strong, he can bench anybody yeah. and throw like, them. And- like you got an invisible suit, so whatever you want to do, go for it, man. You know, he must work <laughs> out a lot. Give you strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that restaurant scene though was the one. Oh, where- yeah. Thank you. Holy that- crap! The first time my husband and I watched this movie. We rewound that scene a good three times and rewatched it because we were so shocked. Like our jaws on the fucking floor. Yep. You were just not, it's the perfect, I, I'm sorry, whoever like wrote that scene, you're a genius. It's a restaurant, a very busy restaurant, tons of people, the lights are all on. It's like our minds are so far from anything happening right now. <laughs> And it's just bam, it happened so fast, so silently. And the way she's looking over and you're like, what, what is she looking at? And like, right. I didn't even catch the knife the first time I saw this yeah, movie. Yeah, me either. Oh, really? And then all of a sudden her throat's just being slit. It was just like, it happened so fast. I just, I don't think I can recall a scene that had me that shocked ever. It was pretty fucking jarring. Yeah, because yeah. up to that point, you're just kind of experiencing paranormal things, you know, like mm-hmm. it's a ghosty stuff, you know, even like her fighting him, like in the kitchen and shit like that. So it's kind of like, okay, but this is the Contained first- Contained to her. Yeah, this right? is the first right. time where you're like, holy fuck, like what just happened? Like, holy shit, because I didn't see it coming at all. Yeah, yeah. In my notes, I have it pretty much exactly what you said, Laura. I said mouth wide open because that's what I was. <laughs> and I said, oh shit, <laughs> never seen anything like that. And then I said, the pure dark genius of this idea. Wow. That's what I wrote in my notes. Just because I, and I rewound it one time because, like you said, first of all, the intimacy of it's her, it's her own sister. Yeah. This is Ari Aster darkness right here that <laughs> this is happening. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Um, and then the way, so when I rewound it, what you see is that, and, and, and I don't know if you guys did this, but what I did was I imagined the, uh, Adrian and his invisible body and how he's setting up this motion. And I, what you see is that he picks up her right hand, opens it, puts the, you know, with his other hand, he puts the knife in her open hand because she didn't have her hand up in the air. He lifts right. it up and yeah. puts it in. And before she can even figure out what's going on, process, process yeah. it, he takes it and cuts the the throat of her sister. And I thought that was insane. That was it was so good. I mean, in a obviously evil yeah, and yeah. dark way, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, that, that really sets up like the second half or second third of this movie, I guess you would call it, you know, where mm-hmm. she gets inst- institutionalized and shit for committing to murder, for being insane yeah. Um, yeah. and all that shit. And then she's fucking inside there and 
And then it gets kind of crazy too. Cause it's like, she's like, he's here. He's in the room with me. He's in the room with me. And then she's like drugged out. Cause at this point, you know, I don't think not, not that she's still questioning it, but she's getting drugged. She gets sedated and she's like falling asleep. And then you just hear him say surprise. You know, he says surprise, and it's like, fuck, this guy's fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't really, for a while, I was not buying. I was like her. I was like, okay, you have all this money. Why would you go out of your way? And what do you guys think about this? What was the conclusion of why this rich and powerful guy continues to go after this girl that wants nothing to do with him, can't give her anymore? I mean, of course, a baby, of course, but why is he so focused on her? And and why did he not do this to any of the, you know, his brother said, oh, you can get, he, he had countless women going after him for his money. Why why was he so fixated on her? What, well, what it's, it's twofold. I think men like this get, or not even men, just a, a person that has these behaviors, they get obsessed. It, it, it's simple as that. Like you just get obsessed with one person. You have an obsessive personality, must control them. And then much like the brother said, She's kind of one of the only girls that kind of like blew him off and was kind of turned him down. And so you pair super controlling, obsessive person with that. And then it just becomes like a hunt in a game. Yeah. It's it's the one that's getting away that he can't have. And I think, okay, that makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. Yeah. But do you guys want to talk about now, like, like the escape from the fucking asylum and like that whole <laughs> sequence? Because I put in my notes, like, this is fucking Terminator 2. This is exactly yeah. what I thought. Yeah. This was Sarah Connor getting out of the, the, the uh, mental institution and yeah. T-1000 coming after her. It was fucking, I fucking loved it. Because up to this point, you're in kind of like a spooky, like, to me, like a paranormal movie and shit where it's like a ghost. You have ghost mm-hmm. things going on. And then it turns to this. This is like a fucking action movie now. Yeah. This is like action fighting and the fucking Invisible Man because his, his suit gets punctured by her at one point with a pen. So yeah. it's like glitching. You can see oh, him at points. Yeah. And then he's like fighting the guards and shit. And it's like fucking, this was like when I watched Malignant and it like hit that mark in Malignant mm-hmm. where it turns like an action movie. Like, I love that more. Like I like do like I like action movies. So like I was super hyped. But when this shit happened, I was like, oh, this is fucking dope. And just the camera work. I saw behind the scenes of this too when they did this. The way that like the camera they were using in effect. It's like a it's a computer uh, computer automated camera where they program the camera to do certain movements and then it does that. So it's not like a guy oh, holding wow. it. It's real. I've never seen something like that before. Um, so super props to to the director of this movie. Uh, but what did you guys think of fucking yeah the whole action T two sequence? What do you think, Greg? <laughs> that that uh, that hallway shot, that whole hallway scene was crazy because, you know, do I buy that even in invisibility he's Jason Bourne? He's twisting <laughs> yeah. people's handguns on each other and tripping them up and doing basically like uh, FBI jujitsu on these guys. Okay, not necessarily, but I think if you're invisible and and you, you can't be seen. I don't know why not. I bought it. I again, the camera angle is really cool. The action was insane. He took out like twenty guards, none of which um, could figure out what's going on. But yeah, I thought that was a, a really. I don't know. It added a lot of um, excitement to the movie because yeah. she's stuck in the cell, and this is sort of like that lull in Terminator Two where Sarah Connor's stuck. Of course, John is out. And but the main character is is in four, between four walls. How much action can there be? But then when someone's coming after them from the outside, and her objective is to escape, 
and how that plays out because the guards are going to want her back. They they pretty much nailed that in this movie. She had mm-hmm. actually what she did was right. She cut herself and said, "I'm not having this baby," and tricked him into trying to get her to survive. She um, that's when she stabbed him and mm-hmm. revealed part of his suit. And uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty crazy. Laura, have you seen Terminator Two? Do you even know what we're talking I about? I have. Yeah. Okay. I've good. I'm glad. Okay. Quite right. a bit. Yeah. No. And and I know that I tell you guys I'm not. I'm kind of bored with action movies, but yeah. I did think this scene was very exciting. Um, so I I did have that, and it also was tough because finally people for a split second are believing her like oh shit there is someone right here but then they're being off i know but the only thing that ruined it for me the first watch Hmm. was i was thinking to myself why is he all of a sudden killing everybody he can never come back now and so i was already thinking that like uh why is he now a murderer he's like killed the sister he's killing all these guards but then there's the whole twist that he has his brother oh, in on okay. it with him. And he essentially sets him up so that he can come back and be like a person again and just pin it all on the brother. But that first watch, that was really stopping me from enjoying that scene. Oh, really? You thought his yeah. motive didn't make sense. I was like, oh, so he's just going to murder everyone. This is going like, yeah, to. Well, if he's, if he's, he's invisible so doing it, how can how can they pin it on him if he's. So if they look at the. He's going to have to come back if he wants to live this life with her, right? Well, he can't be invisible back. forever. He'll come back and they're going to review the footage and they're going to see all these guards getting killed. There's going to be no. There's no precedent for establishing a murderer as an invisible man. So I think mm. he was thinking he's going to get off scot free. Oh, I don't know. It just yeah. seemed it just seemed a little much. But then when I'm like, oh, he can just pin everything on his brother, I was like, oh, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. I knew his brother had something. I actually thought that because we didn't see, like I mentioned earlier, we didn't see Adrian enough. I thought that they're not going to go back and make him the 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 main bad guy. I thought his mm. brother was going to be behind everything. Doing all of it, yeah. Yeah, it turns out he was just kind of yeah, like a pawn, like she said. It definitely makes sense once you find out the brothers involved. It does add up, I, especially in the scenes where um, they're attacking the young girl that she's oh. been staying with. I feel like they were everywhere. Like one was kind of back at the. Uh, police headquarters with her and then the other one got to the house quicker and then they were like both beating them up you know so it, it's they definitely okay. thought about a lot of yeah. angles in this movie what did you guys think of like the the ending like the double reveals of like what's been happening what did you guys think of like yeah the brother revealing that uh, you know in essence that the the brother was doing all this and so you're like oh they pull the mask off and it's the brother you know and they finally kill the guy um, and then go into like, oh yeah, he had Adrian like fucking tied up in the basement and shit this whole time. And this is all the brother's plan. And then of course, then the other reveal, like, she's like, no, she's like, yeah, no way. This fucking guy yeah. did it. What did you guys think at that point? Who were you trusting? What do you think, Greg? I was glad that we were with, I was with Cecilia the whole time from the moment they unmasked. Oh, except for the whole beginning. Except the first 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, dang, got me on that one. Yeah. Except it, the yeah. beginning. Yeah. <laughs> but from the, from that, of course, the point on where after she gets attacked from the beginning all the way to the end, I was with her. The moment they unmasked the brother, I was like, oh, okay, I, I kind of predicted the rest of it the whole way, but it didn't make it any more or any less enjoyable. Like that whole last, um, uh, setup where they tried to make you know do a sting operation on him to confess and then she the, see the, there was the scene where she um she re-infiltrated his house 
found one of the invisible suits and stashed it into one of the cubbies in, in a closet. Mm-hmm. My brain from that point on was like, when is she going back to that stash? Mm-hmm. And then I, she's going to get the suit. She's going to get the suit. She's going to get the suit. So when it, co- when it came to the end and um, he wouldn't confess um, because he was obviously a sociopath and a narcissist, he wouldn't confess even in the most intimate moment when he wants to win her back, knowing that if he upsets her, she'll leave with the baby. He still couldn't tell the truth. I, I, at that point I knew, okay, the only, the last resort is that suit. And then when she went to the bathroom, it was like, she's going after the suit. Mm. Yeah. 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 Cause I, I didn't know what was happening at the end of this fucking movie. Like I was, at first I was like, I was like you, Greg. I was like, no, it's still Adrian. I think he's still the mastermind of this shit. And, but that dinner scene when he's like, why don't you believe me? I was like, maybe, maybe he doesn't have anything to do with it. Unless until that one moment where he like says surprise, he says the word surprise. Yeah. And it's exactly the voice you've been hearing. Like the way he talks is like surprise. It has like raspiness to it. Something mm-hmm. I can't do. I can't have that gray voice. But, um, yeah, when he says that, I'm like, oh, this motherfucker was you. Okay, all right, yeah. Then she goes to the bathroom and fucking does her thing. But I still was confused because he's sitting there at the dinner t- at the dinner table, like almost being like, where the fuck is she? And then like it, very similar to the way that the sister was killed, like the knife just like shows up out of nowhere and slits his throat so fast that I'm like, wait, what the fuck just? Happened? I was like, I blinked, I missed something. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the next thing I know. Is it's like a couple minutes and then she comes walking in, like not wearing the suit in her regular clothes and screams. And I put in my notes, wait, who the fuck killed him? Cause I thought for a second it wasn't even her. You didn't, were you not thinking like about the suit that she stashed in the cubby like I was thinking? I, I was, I knew that suit was there, but I didn't think she had the time to slit his throat oh, and right. then run away and take it off and get dressed and then come back within whatever that was, maybe a couple minutes. I thought it was too fast. But then when she like backs away and like hides oh, in, in there, then I then yeah. I knew, oh shit, it was her. So I'd like scratch it out in my notes and be like, oh, it was her, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because at first I'm like, who's left in this movie? Who else is this? <laughs> like, is there like a twin brother we don't know about who did it, you know? Yeah. Um, but just, it was like so many twists within the last like 10 minutes of this movie. And up to this point, you've had a great movie with twists. So the last 10 minutes are crazy. Yeah. What did you think, Laura, of that whole sequence? I I loved it. Yeah, I, I clearly was just always with her. I always knew it was him. I believed her. That actually would have been the biggest twist of all, actually, if it really ended up not being him. I think I would have been, like, floored. <laughs> Screw but, this movie. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I knew she did it with the suit, and I just thought her acting was great once again and when she backs up and then smiles it was just like i don't know women everywhere i was just like yeah fuck yeah slit his throat i was super pumped (laughs) that's funny i i didn't want to ask you guys like after that happens you know she tells the cop guy which she's been staying with of like you know he slit his own throat and you believe me and shit and he's kind of like yeah i believe you you know or i don't believe you but like i know what really happened whatever and then she kind of walks away i think she still has the suit in the back yeah um and then he kind of like does a double take and he like looks back at her like questioning to me to me questioning things and then it cuts back to her very midsomar like fucking her smiling and i was like wait a minute for some reason, I put in my notes, wait, did she orchestrate this whole fucking thing now? Like, from the beginning? Or was she just smiling because she's finally free? I don't know. It was a weird way he looked at her and the way she smirked that I was like, wait, are they implying, like, something else here that 
Like what I, I thought in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, is Greg Wright was she like the villain the whole time? <laughs> I, I know Laura's not. I can't that talk about this with two men anymore. Help! <laughs> help! I, I, this is what I think. This is what I think explains <laughs> that smirk. She got him back. So he, what you what you come to find out is that she's been subject to this abuse for many many years, and I feel like the, in the same way in Midsommar as Danny was subject to a lot of abuse. There's I think a release even in in evil doing like killing somebody or someone dying like when your captor or the one that you feel has been oppressing you and keeping you down and you know, dies, I, I imagine that the amount of relief and elation is out of, you know, it's off the charts because suddenly there's no one to hold you down, no one to, and this was her confirmation. She killed him with her own hands that it's finally, finally over. She doesn't have to look out over her back. She doesn't have to feel like she's being manipulated or gas lit anymore. And not to mention, she got him very poetically in the same way that he had her you know, kill her sister. So there's sort of a, a good like revenge component there that goes along with this euphoria of like, I'm free. No, she's okay. free. Exactly. Okay. All right. I'm not, I'm not saying I want that. I'm just saying like, <laughs> I question it and I wanted Laura to tell me like, yes or no. You know? Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Don't look at me like that, Laura. Don't look at me like that. Laura's ready to slit my throat right now. <laughs> you know I'm looking at you. There's two Zoom boxes, man. Oh, I know, Laura. I know you're looking at me. I can feel you. You're probably in my house. In my house right now, actually, in like a fucking suit. You know? Yeah, uh, can you dig it? <laughs> yeah, see, you watching me drop a deuce. Yeah. Uh, oh god, that would be the last thing in the world I'd want to watch. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, let's get to our ratings of this movie. Um, Rob, why don't you start us off? What did you think? Uh, what's what's our rating uh, unit for this? Oh, I have, how to, many? I have to come up with the unit too. Uh, We're not let's... doing big floppy dicks anymore. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, big invisible dicks? What about that? No. No. <laughs> How many long bottoms? Easy. All right. Let's do it. <laughs> that Even though he sexy. has nothing to do with yeah, this movie. All right. How many long bottoms are you giving this This is movie? what we do, and I, I love like it. it. I yeah. like it. Yeah. All right, nice. Rob. Nice. What do you got? How many long bottoms can I give this movie? I, I, like I said, I've never seen this movie before. It's my first time watching it. I dug this movie a lot. Like I said, just the practical effects of the way they do things with the camera, the positioning, like calling back a lot of ghost tropes and using it with like a, like a man that's invisible, I thought fucking worked. Then you have like the special effects I thought looked really clean that were cheap. And then just like I said, just when it goes into T2 mode, it fucking, my juices start flowing more. I'm like, I'm standing up myself trying to do karate moves and shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I fucking love that shit. And then you get to like, the fucking, Laura had another mental image of me trying to do a karate yes. move. <laughs> yes. <laughs> didn't, didn't go well. Um, oh, no. Yeah, then you get to the end of this movie with fucking so many twists and turns of like, what's going on and what's happening. Man, this movie, uh, like Laura, I mean, like, not like Laura, like, I didn't really see any plot holes. I didn't see anything I was questioning at all. I was just there for the ride. I'm going to say five, dude. I fucking Damn. thought this movie was fucking perfect. Like, I wouldn't wow. change one thing in this movie other than maybe make make her the villain in, at the end. But, you know, I'm just joking. I'm not going to do that, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, so I would say, yeah, five uh, five long bottoms and shit, you know, hot wow, long bottoms. that's really good. Yeah, so, hot like, long <laughs> That's that's the third perfect rating. Wow, there's something to do with like this. Uh, so, host, I, I think Lost, Lost Boys, mm -hmm. and this movie. These are your your three perfect movies. Wow. Yeah, I, I do feel like this movie was, in terms of the special effects, was made at the right time, where they're able to use a lot of this, 
you know, invisible, I don't know what you would call this, like, uh, this, uh, these visual effects where it looks like Mm. there's somebody invisible there. Um, they did a great job, you know, in the household, making it look like things were flipping over. Yeah. I'm with you, Rob. There's not much I really would, would change. It's very short to the point. The imagery is amazing. They're so smart with the story. The plot uh, is so airtight. And again, they didn't really take any easy ways out. Uh, it's just really, really enjoyable um, the whole way. Um, I'll give it a, a four to five. So four long bottoms and like maybe a, a short bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and a short bottom. Nice. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you at, Laura, in this, you know? I I'm wrote it down even. I'm the same as Greg. I'm giving this four to five. So four long bottoms and then a hot long bottom dick, I guess. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, we're still in last week mode. <laughs> long, long dick bottom, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think this movie's great. I, I've said nothing negative about it. I mean, I guess the only things I'll say that didn't give it a perfect rating were... Uh, just why why are he and the brothers so fit? Why are they throwing everyone around? But I mean at this point it's just like I'm I'm picking for yeah, a fight at yeah, this point, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um I also felt like maybe it was a little too long. I mean, I was pretty long interested bottom. the whole yeah. way. Long bottom. <laughs> but, it was long uh, bad or okay. Yeah, I mean I'm I think we all kind of dig the shorter, more to the point horror movies, and I think yeah. maybe some I'm all, of the I'm all middle, about width. I'm about width and girth. Yeah. <laughs> I d I have no comment. <laughs> no, I agree. I didn't look up the runtime in this one because I didn't ever feel... It was over two hours. It was two hours and like five minutes or something. Yeah, that, it's wow. crazy because like, yeah. uh, I, I know I know in our previous uh, episode and X movie, like at one point I did look at my, my watch to be like, okay, like how long has this been going? Because yeah. you feel Once it. the old people are, were fucking, right? <laughs> yeah, that's my moment, <laughs> yeah, to turn out, yeah. But this movie, I feel like there's just so much going on in every moment that I never once like questioned time. I was just like, then it. So, yeah. Mm. I mean, I gave it perfect five, so of course I have seen no negatives, but. Yeah. Yeah, definitely the, the, the movie is so unique. The fact that you can take this concept that was written, you know, over a hundred years ago, um, and it's, it's still being tailored to like a modern, you know, we don't have horses and, you know, and carriages and lanterns. Well, we have horses, I guess, but. <laughs> I was not... like, where is this going? Pretty sure I'm pretty sure there's carriages in the Amish country. Okay, and you still lanterns. have <laughs> But, like, they're using, like, cell phones and, and um, technology, and it's like a suit rather than the, uh, like, the serum, like you said, Laura. So I thought it was great. So, wow, overall, pretty good. Really pretty good, good yeah. ratings from all of us, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I do have and to shout. Know what? Out, oh, oh, I was going to say, I do have to shout out the director because I know, we we know who this is. This is the Leah Wannell guy or whatever his name is. He's the guy that co-wrote uh, Saw with James Wan and fucking. Oh. He's oh, a, shit. He's in the opening of Saw. He's the other guy in the room, and he, he also was one of the paranormal guys in Sinister. He's the short Damn. paranormal guy in Sinister, the investigator and shit. So we know him, and he's done he's oh, done some good yeah. shit. Wait, the yeah. guy with the with the mustache and beard, or the other guy? The other guy, the other clean cut guy. Yeah, uh, not, not the big okay. guy. Yeah. Oh, cool. that's awesome. Yeah. Like that. So he's good. He also did Upgrade. So he knows action movies and shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. All right. Uh, well, good wait, talk, guys. Wait, oh, wait, wait. Laura has something. Laura's Before we got? sign off, reveal the shirt off. I'm taking my shirt. No. <laughs> Before we sign off, you need to do your 10 second five word or less synopsis Invisible oh. Man. Oh, you didn't do it? I forgot oh, about no, you that. didn't do it. But yeah, let's do it at the end. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, who's not, who hasn't tuned in for our first <laughs> episode. We're, we're uh, summarizing our movies in, in five words. What is this one? Um, 
Oh, you don't have any time to think about it. Ready, set, go. Okay. Uh, obsessive, invisible man goes missing. Bonkers. <laughs> bonkers. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take bonkers. You put that. You should have put that, in. You should have put that in the poster. Lock it that in. That was fucking perfect. Nice. Wow, yeah. you put me on the spot. I know we got. I we did gotta, put you on the spot. It's a it's a weekly. We got to put it on the docket. We got to put it on the docket. We've only so done we it one time. Remember, we did it one time. Greg is not it's following weekly. the docket. So I know. Greg's not have a docket. Greg's winging it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I I will follow it to to close things out though. So. Okay. Um, again, Conjecturing Pod, go ahead and follow us and contact us uh, by email at conjecturingpod at gmail.com. On Twitter, we're at Conjecturing Pod. We have a website too. Um, I feel like Pod Page, that's not right, is it? No, stop saying Pod Page. No, it's, it's just the, it's conjec- the Conjecturing. Just it's the, the Conjecturing.com. The Conjecturing.com. Yeah. The Conjecturing.com. That's our website. Oh okay. God. So bad notes. <laughs> we also have some really dope merch that's being released. Laura and Rob are uh, coming up with the coolest stuff. <laughs> Stuff. So our merch store is at tpublic.com slash user slash conjecturing pod. Um, go ahead and uh, subscribe, rate, review our podcast anywhere you want to listen to it. Also check out uh, Slash and Cast. That's our podcast network. And we have a lot of other great shows, uh, brother and sister shows that uh, broadcast alongside with us. Very interesting stuff. We love our network. So um, that's it. Uh, until next week, um, this has been The Conjecturing. <laughs> I'm Greg. What's up? I'm in um Invisible Rob. I'm I'm in the bathroom dropping a deuce. <laughs> An invisible deuce. And I'm topless Laura, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, I'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Bye.